Welcome to the Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast, starring Q the Boss and Mars. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, guys? Thanks for joining us this Sunday again. We here, we here. So today's topic is actually about to be very dope. Today we're talking about being accountable. I think hmm. people fear that word, Mars. What do you think? They hate that word, they do. man. They do. Being yeah. accountable. <laughs> they just have different, different perspectives of it. They think you always, when you say that, I think people just take offense really fast. Listen, I think we're in a hypersensitive generation. Like the yeah. world is just very hypersensitive. Anytime you say something that goes against uh, their, their excuse, and I, it becomes frustrating when you're talking to people like that. People don't like to hear anything about themselves these days. Right. But I'm like, how do you grow? Without hearing truth, how do you blossom into this great person if you're not willing to hear reality? Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I don't get it. So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Give me some th- strategies, our game, we're going to call it, on how to hold yourself accountable. Well, you just got to be honest with yourself. Okay. Be honest with yourself and treat, I would, I would say, when you tell yourself, give yourself a command. Do it, right? Just like you go to work, uh-huh. boss tells you to do something, uh-huh. you're going to do that task that he tells you to do. But when you tell yourself to do something, a lot of the times you don't do it, yes. right? Yes. So that's a big part of it. So when you tell yourself you're going to go to the gym and when you tell yourself you're going to uh, wake up every morning and juice, yes. do it. Holding yourself accountable. accountable. Now, don't let that go over your head. Don't Listen, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I have a theory that I like to tell people, and my theory is this. If you continuously do what's hard, hard becomes naturally easy. Yeah. People that keep doing what's easy, the hard things sound hard to them because they always do what's easy. So therefore, when I say I get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, people will be like, you're crazy. I'm like, why am I crazy? Because you're so used to getting up at 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 o'clock. But I'm so used to 5 a.m. that 5 a.m. only feels natural for me at this point. And you get more done in your day. Agreed 100%. Yeah, you get more, so much more done. 100%. You know, but it's weird because, you know, I feel like being the person that holds people accountable, you're going to always be looked at as like the, the enemy. Mm-hmm. You agree with that? Yeah, but you, it's, all, it's all about self-accountability. It's all about self-accountability. We don't care. <laughs> We're going to tell y'all the truth. We're going to tell y'all the truth. Listen. That's, it all, it, it's, it, it all um, falls into um, how much respect you have for yourself, too. Because you, have, you, have, you do everything that your boss is saying. Yes. Every command that he gives you, you do it. Yes. Right? But when you tell yourself to give or you give yourself directives, you do not listen to yourself. You don't do it. So you're not bossing up yourself. You're not bossing up yourself. So you have to... Say that again. (laughs) One more time. One more time. You have to... (laughs) Say that again, Mars. When you give yourself directives, you have to listen to it. You have to take the directives. You have to give yourself a command and do it. Right? Because if you don't, it just shows you the level of respect that you have for yourself. I agree. So if your respect for yourself is much lower for you and higher for your boss or somebody that means that you're not ready for entrepreneurship. You know, you're not ready for that. You're not ready for a lot of things. And maybe that's why you're in a position, you know, the same situation and can't elevate because it's all about self accountability. Mm. 
So you 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 know something like um, so I've noticed like one thing I've noticed that people tend to do is even in a good situation they tend to find something negative, yeah. and something so positive. Mm-hmm. You know, the other day me and a guy was having a conversation. And he said to me, he didn't know me, so he says, "Do you live everything you say?" I said, "Do I live everything I say?" I said, "He asked you that." Yeah, and I said to him, I said. Till his entirety, no. No one is perfect. No one's perfect. But yet and still, I do hold myself accountable to my wins and my losses. Mm-hmm. Anytime I lose in life, I look at it as a learning experience, but I definitely took something out of that loss. Right. Sometimes people don't take anything out of losses, so therefore they get so accustomed and so immune to losing that they don't even notice how bad they're actually losing because everything's around them are losing. So therefore they can't see the losses. Right. But when you're accountable, you go around people that tell you like, yo, you bugging. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And, and you need to hear that. When you, when you, uh, when you see, when you fail at things, when you lose and you take losses, the only way you can actually grow, uh-huh. growth comes from actually acknowledging, you know, the loss that you just took. I agree. So you have to just, you know, acknowledge it. You know, you know, you know, like even like even being a father, let's let's have this discussion, you know, with parenting. You know, the one thing I love about me being a father or as a father is I don't tell my children how to be great. I show them. Mm-hmm. So in other words, I lead by example. I've noticed that a lot of people don't lead by example. You know, I work on myself every day and I love the word that she uses all the time. One of Mars's favorite Sayings is self-development. <laughs> Let's do it one more time. I, I, self-development. That's when, and I, I've learned about self-development late in life. I mean, if somebody would have gave me these gems, 20, if I would have read the book, Think and Grow Rich and stuff, 20 years ago, yes. like, oh my gosh. I, this is why I tell people all the time over and especially um, young teen, you know, late teens and young twenties, early twenties, get you at least just one self-development book and start there. Start there. The number one, one of the biggest self-development, self-development books is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I agree. Once you do that, oh my gosh, you start looking at life different and you start holding yourself accountable because one of, you know, that's one of, that's one of like the seven main life, uh, you know, um, gems that they give you. I agree. You gotta hold yourself accountable. I agree. You know, one <laughs> of my action. favorite. One of my favorite. Let's do. Let's do a couple of books that we actually read. Mm-hmm. You said Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the Forty Eight Laws. Okay, and I was. You know the Forty Eight Laws. That's you know, so funny. I never read that. It's an amazing book. But oh, I have to put that on my list. If that's your first book, I have to put it. That's one of my favorite on. books. I have to. One of my favorite. And and you know what it is. And you said this a couple of weeks back. Once you start thinking successful or once you start thinking a certain way, you've noticed that all the books in line and sound the same. Yes, yeah. It's the same literature. Mm-hmm. So even the word accountability is the same literature every time you speak because you start holding yourself to a standard. Yeah. And the one thing I do love you as a woman for is because you always talk about your standard and you're not settling because you know that you have a value and you value and you respect yourself. Yeah. And that's one thing I think everyone needs to learn is being accountable is not saying things as, or always looking for an excuse. 
you know, people tend to always look for excuses. And, and some excuses, let's just go over a couple of excuses. It's something like, if my dad was in my life, I would have been. I'm going to tell you something. There is no strings on your back. There is no puppet master. I do understand that certain things can affect you later in life from your childhood. This is fact. It's called PTSD. It's traumas. Mm -hmm. But I can't understand a father that grew up without a father or a mother who grew up without a father or a mother who doesn't see that now they're the parent and they're basically repeating the same cycle. Yeah. I, I really can't understand that. For me, my dad wasn't there and my objective was to always be the dad he never was because I knew what it felt like not to have it. Right. And that's, you know? that's your strong point. And the reason why you can actually teach somebody better a better way is because you went through it. Agreed. So it's a good thing that your dad wasn't in your life. <laughs> Shout out my dad for not being in my life. <laughs> but but I, I, I do want to say this though, on record. To all the people who have broke generational curse, whether great, uh, grow, uh, graduated from college, whether being better mothers, better fathers, whether uh, um, simply as maintaining and sustaining a job. Some people come from parents that never even had a job long-term. There are mm -hmm. a lot of things that we inherit poor curse. Uh, give me something, uh, Mars, rather, that you know that can plague or curse somebody's life. Yeah, like something that you know that um, they didn't have a choice, but it was like they inherited the situation. Mm. I'll give you one more. You want another one? Yeah. Financial illiteracy. A lot of people sure. are financially illiterate because it's plaguing people because they're not taught it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, it is. That's what you, yeah, what you grow up around. So, you know, basically, a lot of people, let's say... 20 years ago, 25 years ago, they didn't grow up with the internet. Yes. So there's nobody that is so fast to teach them how to get your credit right. We don't have the credit score gurus and the Agreed. housing gurus and the, uh, let's say, whatever kind of cooks, whatever kind of you know niche you're in. Okay. We, didn't we didn't have that. There was no examples. You know, you right. Say. There was no examples, no role models, nobody quick to teach us. Agreed. Right? I mean, you Agreed. had some role models, but whoever was fortunate enough to get that, get that hands-on training and get that mentorship, mm -hmm. you were considered blessed, you know? Now, the internet is here. So, let's say you go, you're, you're coming up in um, an unfortunate situation, right? Yes, yes. But now there's no excuse because once you hear it, <laughs> once you hear it and once you learn it, you can't keep falling on the excuses of, you know what, but I didn't have this, but I didn't have that. Agreed. Because you have the access. Agreed. So you, you want to hear something crazy? I so the other day I was, I was discussing something with someone. And in the midst of our conversation, the person said to me, my mother never taught me about money. So his whole financial uh, uh, status or situation, at 30 plus, he's still blaming his mother and father. Right? At 30 plus. Mm -hmm. Watch this. If you read Think and Grow Rich, if you read Richest Man in Babylon, <laughs> excuse me, if you read 48 Laws of Power, if you read these books, these books always talk about relationships and being around a certain energy and people. Mm -hmm. So when I looked at him and he was making his excuse, I said, let me tell you something. He said, what? I said, your mother and father actually, or your mother did teach you financial literacy. And he said, how? She never showed me how to save. She never told me about a bank account. 
I said, for one, your mother didn't understand those things, so she couldn't teach what she didn't understand. It's a foreign language stuff. Right. You cannot expect a parent who a parent who don't speak Spanish to teach you how to speak Spanish when they don't understand Spanish. Right. right? But I said, let me ask you a question. He said, what? I said, the literature that you keep reading, isn't it saying stuff like, show me your friends that tell you who you are? Mm-hmm. Birds of a feather flock together? You are the company you keep? He goes, yeah. So basically, those principles that they taught us, it showed that if you want certain things, you have to be around certain people so therefore you can get the certain results. And a lot of people avoid being around a better audience of people because they don't realize that you are the company you keep, Mm -hmm. period. Financially, psychologically, mentally, everything around the board, your company will cater to how you think. You know, and do you agree with that? Yeah. It's basically people are, you know, embedded with like fear and doubt, variation, which causes anxiety. And that that causes all the catastrophes that's happening in their lives. But if they work on faith, that just counters all of that. I agree. You know, I agree. So, you know, it's it basically. Say that, say that word again. Faith. I, I like I mean, that word faith. It's strong. Because, it, but like I said, I don't know if it was two weeks ago, but faith and fear. Basically the same thing. You're afraid of something that didn't even happen yet. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it's either your brain can go to faith, you can go with the negative, or you go with the positive. Right? So if you keep thinking negative, you go with the fear, that's keeping that's that's just basically gravitating towards all the negative. That what could happen. What can't happen. And it's gonna hinder you. Agreed. So why go that route? You know, be around positive people, you know. Get rid of the toxic people in your life. And if you are that toxic person, you have to work on yourself and hold yourself accountable to stop trying, you know, just spewing that out to the people that you're around. But sometimes it's you. And sometimes you're the last person to know that it is you. Sometimes you're the one that calls people every morning with the negative videos. I agree. You, You send people negative memes. Every time you send somebody something, it's negative. Right. And you just want somebody to you. You get something out of people's reaction on negative stuff or you're the first one calling everybody in the morning talking about, oh, did you see the news? So such and such got killed or or, you know, we have to be, you know, so fearful of the pandemic. You know, uh, you just want to be the bearer of bad news. Right. So you have to hold yourself just from from hearing this particular podcast episode. You can hold yourself accountable and say, you know what? I'm not going to do as much of that. You know, I'm not going to do as because people that's not good. When I wake up in the morning, I don't want you texting me and, you know, sending me all this negative stuff. You're supposed to vibrate on a certain frequency in the morning. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? You're not supposed to hear all of that. Especially when you already got your biggest blessing is. Waking it's waking up. up. Waking green. up. So your biggest blessing was to wake up. Right. And we're going to hear that throughout the day anyway. But why do I consume? Why do I want? Why do you think I should consume all of that negative in the first thing in the morning? So my question for you is, you believe that certain people's conversations are what are crippling them, are stopping them from growing to the levels they want to get yes, to? Yes, definitely. I agree with you because 100%. Because what you, um, you bear the fruits of your words. They say that in the Bible. You're going to bear the fruit of your words. I agree. So, you know, you have to watch what you say. Watch what you say. So you can cast Just be a spell conscious over of yourself. it. Right. You can. That's basically, I can even, yes. That's the spell over yourself. Yeah. You, you, you know something funny? <sighs> my, my mother always told me, um, 
you know, you know, there's a famous, like people say this a lot. They say stuff like, I'm trying to, that word trying to inflicts doubt in anything you do. Mm-hmm. So if I say like, I'm trying to be a millionaire, right? Automatically there's doubt. So I don't say things like this no more. I don't say I'm trying to be anything. What I say is I'm going to, and I show it with my action. More people get caught up in talking about it with less action. But again, as you said in the Bible, it speaks on faith without work being nothing. Right. I've learned that sometimes less is more. And when you tend to not say anything and your actions speaking louder than what you're saying, you tend to get better results. Right. I've noticed by me not saying anything, but sometimes having those great conversations with myself in the mirror about myself being accountable, I've learned that I become more accountable. Mm-hmm. And right. I feel like a lot of people don't like to be accountable. You know, they do things and then they play victim. You know, and, and it's, it's that, fascinating. That me. word is it, the victim. <laughs> Guys, we have to stop the victim mentality, you know, and um, me and uh, Tyler. Uh, my guy Chris Mars and Dre was actually talking about this today about how some wounds are very self-inflicted and yeah. we hurt ourselves with some of the decision making. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't get up every day and, and chase a, a marijuana high and then cry about your financial situation. Today, I told one of my guys in my shop and I just, I have to say this, you know, he's he going to feel away, but it is what it is. You know, um, I said to a guy, he told me he smokes about $500 worth of weed every day. I mean, every week. Mm-hmm. So I said, you're spending $500 a week on weed, right? So we had a, a, over $2,000 a month in marijuana, right? So I said to him, if you're spending $2,000 a month in marijuana, what is going into your personal savings account? What is going into your future self? I'm going to tell you something. In this word accountability... Everyone will have a picture of themselves when they're about 50, 60 years old. They have to look at this picture. And this picture is going to be their young self. And when they look at that young person, there's going to either be one or two outcomes. Either A, you're going to hate who you see, or B, you're going to thank that young person for the position your young self put you into. And that's the word accountability. Some people don't realize that that decision or tomorrow's decisions are going to affect your future self. So not being accountable will actually hinder you more in your later days, unless you plan on living and dying young. Okay. I, agree. I ain't gonna lie, I just went off on that, guys. That was kind of <laughs> crazy. We talking that talk today. You know? Definitely, yeah. Uh, Give um, me something, Mars. What, 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 like, like, speaking on that accountability, what are some results of being accountable? So, some of the results are having a better body. Having a better body. Yeah. Because when you when you make small deposits, when you make small deposits, you get one percent better. So well, we have to tell a cash in today. You, you know, heard of? you know, listen, you make small deposits. You gotta make them small deposits. So okay. and it's just consistency. So you know, you go to the gym. Let's say that's 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 a lot of people's goals. You know, they want better lifestyle. Better, Agreed. you know, Agreed. They want to lose weight. They want to just have a healthier lifestyle. So. What do they do? Make changes. The small changes. They hold themselves accountable. And guess what? They get up at any point of the day. And they go. And they go to the gym. Even if they playing around in the gym. Still there. They still there. Still there. But you know what? They're around other people with common goals. I agree 100%. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, They're around other people with common goals. So I just say, you know what? Just take that first step and 
do things with you wouldn't normally do. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. Hold yourself accountable. It's easy to hold yourself accountable. Like when people have money, it's easy to do the right thing. Yeah. So yeah. easy, right? Yeah. So it's like, it's easy to thank God when you already have everything on the table. Speak- but it's hard to thank God when you don't have food on the table. When you're going through that wow. drama. Wow. You know, right. it's hard. Sometimes you're so stressed, you can't even, I've been in these situations. You're so stressed, you can't even pray. I agree. You're like, so you sit there, but then you have to get out of it. And you have to shift your thinking. You have to. And that's the part of self-management, too. You have to know how to manage yourself, manage your mind, manage your thinking, manage your, you everything, know, everything, everything that's going through your head. I agree. So, you know, I think just that 1%, you know, and realize if you're the toxic person, that's big. And hold yourself accountable, accountable to, you know, doing the right thing. Your results. Yeah. You know, like, growing up, right, I, I used to always find, like, um, the negatives in what was going on in my life. Right. And when I started looking at the positives, right? Mm-hmm. Like for instance, you say, Well, I had a bad father, but I had a great mother. Um, my neighborhood was bad, but inside my home was amazing. Even though we were broke, my mother never allowed certain energies to enter our dwelling. Gotcha. You know, and I've learned that even in a poor situation, I still knew what love was. You know, my mother always showed me love. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, the accountability is like, even in your bad predicaments, you still have to find good in it. Because I truly believe that God gives his toughest battles to his strongest warriors. For real. And there's a reason why you're going through everything you're going through because... You can bear it. Yes. So <laughs> a lot of people, they fight it and they uh, don't want to hear it. But in reality, it's meant to happen for you to become the greater self. Yeah, for you to grow. Yes. But if you continuously always hold yourself to a, a bad standard, don't be surprised at the results. You know, your results come from one's thinking. Once you start thinking a certain way, your actions start becoming the way you think. And once your action becomes the way you think, there go your results. So it starts as a thought, then leads to action, mm-hmm. then it becomes results based on the way you think. You know, so if you're thinking negative about yourself or negative about life, you will always find reasons to not be happy. You know, even being accountable with your your, your happiness, you know, that self, uh, uh, um, sometimes you got to self-medicate and, and, and put yourself in a, a space psychologically where you find that word happiness and you allow yourself to become greater self by being around people that think the same way. You know, I know some people that aren't happy, not financially good, but you'll never see them complaining about life right. ever. It's, it's, the, it's the thing where you don't know you're in the wrong environment until yes. you speak to the right people. Yes. So a lot of people, you don't even know that you're even in the wrong environment. You don't even know that you're not around positive people. You don't know that you're around a bunch of negative people. Agreed. Until you get around a bunch of positive people. Yes. But that's like being broke. Sometimes people don't know. Because being honest with you, being broke is a mentality. Right. It's a mentality. It it's, it's the way you think. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. successful people would think a certain way. So there's and a they're not in toxic. They're not in toxic environments agreed. either. And, and, I, and, and anybody know me personally, you know, I'm an advocate listening to Les Brown. Oh, Les yeah. Brown is one of my very oh, yeah. virtual mentors. mentors. Yeah. And he said, I don't say I'm broke anymore. 
I say I'm going through a financial problem right now. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> people throw the word broke out there. And again, broke is Loosely. a mentality. Yeah, yeah they, they love to say yeah, broke. They, yeah. And I'm like, sometimes you got to understand that you may be going through a financial problem, but you're not really broke because you can change it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can change it with changing the, the way the mentality or the mindset thinks. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So speaking of the, 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 the accountability, but also the mentality, Give me some more strategies a person could do to hold themselves more accountable. Outside, we we got we went into being around the right people, mm-hmm. going into the right environments. Mm-hmm. Give me some things to do. Mm. So, um, start making a mental those positive mental deposits now. Mental now, deposits. right? So now, and you're withdrawing the negative. As soon as you keep making them positive mental deposits, and that means you just start start talking affirmations to yourself. Wow. You know, look in the mirror. Yes. Start saying affirmations. Write down a list because now this is going to be physical. Write down 10 things. It's Gratitude is everything. Let's not even start there. Wow. But start writing down 10 things at the end of the day or the beginning of the day that you were grateful for the, before, the previous day or at the end of the day, write 10 things that happened to you that... Maybe shouldn't have happened, you know, shouldn't have happened to you. Or, you know, instead of counting and thinking about all the negative stuff, think about the positive things. Write it down. So let's, let's start thinking more about positive. Shout out to my positive people who wake up, no matter what their circumstances, they always look at the positive That's right. and everything. One thing I like that Mars said today is about depositing. And it was used as a metaphor to explaining how, like when you put money into a bank account by depositing small checks into your mentality of understanding uh, what you want from life I actually think that was so dope if that didn't keen in on anybody or or, or, or it affected me hearing her say that mm-hmm. because now I'm going to start making more even though I do already but I don't think there's never an never end. enough mm-hmm. never enough you can always mm-hmm. do more it's like so you're I'm, always learning yes I'm going to push my my positive energy more to be more positive, mm-hmm. you know? And I've noticed because coming from a negative space, I used to think negative. But in, when I thought negative, mm, that's what it I had you. bad results. Yeah. So here's my question. And I want everybody to answer this question. How could you ever have positive results always thinking negative? How could you be jealous of somebody but still want something great to happen to your life? How could you want to affect somebody or talk bad about somebody but expect... God to bless you. These are questions that some people don't ask themselves. In right. order to have positivity, you have to think positive. Right. You right. gotta be grateful. Right. You know? And like you said, the word again is gratitude. Yeah. You know? Gratitude affects everything. But a lot of people, I feel like they don't really understand this. Mm-hmm. So now let me ask you a question. How do one get away from somebody that they've been around for many years, but they love, but they still see that this person is not beneficial to them? Gradually. Gradually? You gradually have to pull yourself away, period. That's just a given. You gradually have to pull yourself away. But I want to say something because we're going to wrap it up. But, you know, I wrote this down. It says, your income is never going to surpass your mind. So you must have your personal growth first, right? You have to feed your brain more information. Say that one more time. Your income is never going to surpass your mind, meaning your mindset. It will never surpass your mindset, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're staying negative, you're going to be there, right? 
And so you must have your personal growth. You have to have that moment, that, that time frame of personal development. You have to feed your brain more information. And it changes your situation. You know, you know one of my favorite sayings, and Dre, Chris, and you guys hear this a lot? I love to say this, and I think this, to me, is so true. It says, when you, when you, when you um, I want to say it right, because right now I got a brain fart. But reality is, exposure leads to expansion. If the mind isn't exposed, the mind won't expand. So if you continuously be around, or you continuously around certain thoughts or certain beliefs, you start believing that. If you notice that most people, they're the way they are today because of what they've been through yesterday. So if a person is negative about relationships, chances are they've had negative experience in relationships or they've been around people who've only taught them that relationships are bad. And they feel that they can't grow anymore from that experience. But uh, the fact is, you can. Agreed. You can. They feel because you've had... Let's wrap it up on this camera. <laughs> Let me wrap it up on this camera and then we'll keep going. Yeah. So for me, I learned that in order, in order for the, the ideology or the mentality to change, one may have to be around someone who makes them very uncomfortable. And uncomfortableness is what allows you to walk into your grown-up ways. For instance, when I first stepped out of my mother's house and got my own bills and my own responsibilities, I was very fearful. The fear wasn't the living alone. The fear was not knowing if I was going to fail. So again, don't fear the changes. Fear not taking a chance. Until next time, don't, don't let that go, go your head. head. <laughs>